Greetings, thanks to God. This is Pastor Monty Les, the senior pastor of the Cedar Grove Church, located right here in beautiful Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And once again, we welcome you into our cyber sanctuary, the place where the Holy Spirit dwells. Yes, Lord, and we're grateful to God that he has led you in this direction to come and to share today. I believe that you're here, not here by accident, but you're here by divine providence. I believe the spirit of the Lord has something significant that he wants to say and share with you today. So we welcome you in. We welcome you in. We're grateful to God for the praise that has gone forth. Did not praise team worship today, y'all. Did they usher us into the presence of the Lord? It's nothing like worship. Hallelujah. It's nothing like worship. You can wake up with the world on top of you. But when you worship God, you can go home and feel like uh, you're on top of the world. So we're grateful to God for all of our worshipers. Thank God for each and every one of you who have served so faithfully in season and out of season through this COVID-19 season. Thank God for you that have continued to sow your time, your talent, and your treasure into God's kingdom. And I want to pray a special blessing upon every tither, every giver, every seed that has been sowed into the kingdom. I want to let you know, this is the season to continue to give. Give up yourself. Give up your time, your talent, and your treasure. This is the time right here not to hold back because, believe it or not, if we ever needed the devourer to be revealed, if we ever needed the windows of heaven to be opened up, if we ever needed to trust God uh, to supply all our needs according to his riches and glory, that time is now. So we thank God for that. We ask you to continue to do just that. And he will be faithful to his word. Yes, Lord. I know many people who are prospering during this pandemic. Yes, they're homeowners now. Yes, Lord. They've gone from jobs to better jobs. And even when jobs are gone out, God has stepped in. So we thank God for that. And we just thank God again for you and for your, this opportunity to share his word with you on this day. There is a word from heaven uh, that I want to share with you today. I'm continuing in the Heal the Land series. The Heal the Land series that's based on 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. Uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. That's the focus and the foundation for our series. Hallelujah. But the Spirit of the Lord led me in a different direction as it relates to our next point that he wants to share to the saints and even the sinners in the sanctuary and even in your home this morning. Hallelujah. He called my attention to Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. Hallelujah. I want to lift up verses 1 through 4. Genesis chapter 12, verses 1 through 4. And when you have it, please shout, I got it. Hallelujah. You sound great, saints of God. The New King James translation of the word God reads. Now the Lord said to Abram, get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. Verse 2, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. I will bless those that bless you. Hallelujah. I will curse those who curse you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. And then verse number four says, So Abraham departed, as the Lord had spoken to him, and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Amen. I'm getting ready to pray, but the Lord and I want to minister as we continue in this Heal the Land series. The Lord and I want to minister from this subject. Seek my face. Amen. Seek my face. Amen. Let us pray. Precious Lord, we praise you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this precious moment. We thank you for 
every provision you put in place for this moment in time to take place. Lord God, we thank you for the praise that has gone forth. We thank you that we're already been ushered into your presence. And Holy Spirit, we ask right now that you would continue to abide with us now. That you would minister, that you would move, that you would lift, that you would heal, that you would cover, that you would protect, that you would provide. That you would do what only you can do. And Lord, I pray now that you would minister even through this message, oh God. So that every person that is hearing it today and down through the years, oh God, would hear and have an authentic encounter with you. Lord, your credit is good enough with us to thank you in advance for what you get ready to do. Have your way in our lives. Send them all the smashes. In the mighty name of Jesus, we ask it all. Somebody who loves them, shout amen. Amen, amen, amen. Seek my face. Amen. It's God's desire. It's God's will to heal his people. He desires for his people not only to be healed, but to made whole. That is body, soul, and spirit. Hallelujah. We're three parts being body, soul, and spirit. He not only wants us to be healed, but it's his desire. It's his will for us to be made whole. He put it this way in 3 John chapter 1, verse number 2. Beloved above all things, I pray that you would prosper and be in good health, even as your, as your soul prospers. It's God's desire. It's his will for his people to be healed, to be made whole. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, some of you understand that he specializes in healing. Yes, let me say that again. He specializes in healings, restoration. Hallelujah. Ever since the beginning, when Adam sinned in the garden and death became the destination uh, of everything that lived. Yes, Lord. When he sinned, everything began dying. Everything began decaying. Everything became, began to be destroyed. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. But he specialized in healing and restoring. He sought out Adam. He said, Adam, where are you? And as a consequence, yes, Lord, he began to begin that restoration of their relationship, first of all, and then making a way to cover the sins of Adam with the skins of the animal. Hallelujah. To begin the healing and restoration process. And even through the uh, earthly ministry of Jesus, our Lord and Savior, yes, Lord, we have example after example after example where God desires, God prefers, uh, where God specializes in healing and restoring people. Do you remember when he cleansed the ten lepers? Hallelujah. You remember that. Do you remember when the lame man uh, that was brought to him in Mark chapter 2, when they tore the roof off and brought him down, yes, Lord, and he came in lame, but he left out leaping. God desires uh, to heal his people. He specializes in healing and restoration. Hallelujah. And as his people, uh, oftentimes we will encounter illnesses. Uh, we'll in encounter uh, the pandemics that we are presently seeing. Uh, but I want to let you know that we are not helpless. Amen. God has given us a recipe for restoration. He's given us a recipe for revival. He's given us a recipe for renewal. As a matter of fact, that's the focus and the foundation of this sermon series that we've been talking about. He said it right there in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse number 14 in your Bible. And if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. Yeah, I will forgive their sin and I will heal the land. Amen. Heal the land. And if there was ever time that we need our land healed, the time is now. Hallelujah. And I just believe that's the reason why God shared this series with us, that we do have a recipe uh, for restoration. We do have a recipe for revival. We have a recipe for renewal. And as we've gone through this series, we've talked about a number of things. Hallelujah. Uh, the Heal the Land series. Uh, we started out with If My People. Hallelujah. 
uh, who are called by my name, if my people. It talked about the benefit of being in a covenant relationship with him. Uh, the benefit and the blessing of being a part of the royal priesthood, as First Peter 2 and 9 put it. For, for we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own uh, special people, that we may proclaim the praises of him who called us out of the darkness into the marvelous light. Yes, Lord. It talked about uh, the benefits and blessings, of uh, the rights and the responsibilities of being called his people. Yes, Lord. And even in this season, I just believe that the church has a responsibility. Yes, Lord. He said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves. He talked about the, uh, the heathen. Hallelujah. You've got some people are heathens. They're going to be heathen until Jesus comes back. But, but I just believe today that, that as his people, mm, as children of God, as, as we do these things, we will see healing in the land. If my people, then we went on to will humble themselves and pray. And we talked about the power of humble prayers. The power of humble prayers. Uh, James put it this way, that God resists the problem. But he gives grace to the humble. Yes, Lord, there's power in humble prayers and how God, uh, our, our humility, and as we uh, pray to him, it ignites the mercy of God. Yes, Lord, it ignites the mercy of God. We'll humble themselves and pray. And now we're transitioning from if my people will humble themselves and pray to the next part where we're talking about seeking my face. Uh, seeking my face. And oftentimes, uh, I know some of you may be sitting in your living room right now asking, what does that mean? Well, I'm glad you asked that question today. Seeking his face. Amen. That means seeking and surrendering to the will of God. Let me say that again. Seeking his face means seeking and surrendering to the will of God. Hallelujah. Uh, seeking his face and not just his hand. Uh, uh, seeking an intimate relationship with him, seeking his sovereign will, not just his permissive will. Yes, Lord, seeking his face. Yes, Lord. Uh, as a matter of fact, we talked about it. You remember Paul, the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 9, when he asked that question, when he was uh, uh, seeking the will of God, who are you, Lord? And what will you have me to do? Hallelujah. Seeking the will of God, his sovereign will, and not just his permissive will. And, and I just believe today that, that uh, as children of God, what God is calling us to do in this season is to seek his face. I believe that's one of the reasons why he shut down all of our other little items. Yes, Lord, our basketball games. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, our football games. Yes, Lord. And, and all the other uh, uh, appointments on our agenda so that we can spend some time working on our relationship with him. Yes, Lord. To seek not just his hand, but to seek his face. And believe it or not, I believe that everybody needs to take some time out to, to, to ask God, who are you? Just like Paul did. And what would you have me to do? Yes, Lord. Lord, what is it that you would have me to do? Yes, Lord. Because I believe it or not that God, if you have a pulse, you have a purpose. Amen. Yes, Lord. If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. Amen. God has a purpose for each and every one of us. And what I've learned about the Lord is that he often speaks to us and reveals unto us and calls us to carry out his will. There are certain seasons in our lives when he will speak specifically to us uh, to amplify, to turn up the volume, to ask us to seek not just his hand, but to seek his will. Hallelujah. You don't have to take my word for it. Ask Moses. Yes, Lord. Uh, in Exodus chapter 3 in your Bible, yes, Lord, there was a time when Moses was on the backside of the desert, but he saw a bush that was burning, but was not consuming. Out of that bush, he heard the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. And he called Moses, go and tell Pharaoh uh, to let 
my people go. Yes, Lord, the bush was on fire, but it did not was not consumed. And that's how you know God is in something. Amen. Because some of you have been on fire, but you're not consumed. Hallelujah. But God was calling Moses uh, 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 to, to, to seek his face because he had called him to something greater. Hallelujah. And I want to talk today. I want to give more information about this will of God to, to seek his face, uh, to seek him and not just his stuff. Amen. Uh, to seek him, uh, to actively pursue, Lord, who are you and what will you have me to do? The Bible speaks often about seeking the Lord. It's in Psalms 105, verse number four, where it says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. Hallelujah. Isaiah put it this way in Isaiah 55 and 6. He says, seek the Lord while he may be found and to call upon him while he is near. And if there was ever a time that we need to seek the Lord, to call upon him, because uh, right now he's near. Yes, Lord, he wants to hear from us. He wants us to seek and to surrender his will. Hallelujah. But not only the psalmist, not only Isaiah, hallelujah, but Jesus himself said it this way in Matthew 6 and 33. But seek ye first uh, the kingdom of God, his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. Yes, Lord. And, and what I do believe today is some people get it mixed up. We seek the things, but we don't seek him. Amen. Uh, some of us, we seek the blessing, but we don't want the blesser. We, we seek the healing, but we don't want the healer. Hallelujah. We seek what we got, but we don't want him. But I'm just wondering today, is there anybody that wants to be close to Jesus? Amen. Just to be close yeah, to you is my desire. Is that your testimony today? Hallelujah. Well, I believe we got a word for you. Yes, Lord. Uh, uh, we want you to seek not only his, his hand, but to seek his face. And meaning that uh, seeking the will of God. Amen. And I want to talk. I want to drop my anchor today. I want to make sure that you catch this, the will of God. Because many of us often here have heard that, especially those of us who have been in church for all of our lives. Hallelujah. We understand and we've heard it. What is the will of God? And uh, most importantly, what is the will of God for my life? Believe it or not, God has a will for each and every one of us. I said it before, but I'm going to say it again. If you have a pulse, Yes, you have a purpose. Yes, he has a purpose for every child of God. He has a purpose for every one of us. And guess what? Can't nobody be you like you. Hallelujah. Uh, he made you an original, so don't die being a copy of anybody else. Be as you as you can be. Yes, Lord, to seek the will of God. Yes, Lord. And, and the will of God, hallelujah, is not a program. Mm. It's not some mystical method. Uh, it's not uh, uh, some magical formula of, of steps that you just have to uh, uh, follow. The will of God uh, is found in having a, a loving relationship with God. Amen. Uh, the will of God is having uh, is found in having a loving relationship with God and trusting in that still small voice that He speaks on a daily basis. Yes, Lord, uh, to seek His face in prayer. Hallelujah, and to seek His will and and to follow. A surrender to that still small voice, hallelujah, that he often speaks to his people, hallelujah. And what God, what you will find is as you obey him in faith, taking it step by step, day by day, you will find yourself in the sovereign will of God. Amen. Amen. The sovereign will of God. And I will let you know that there's no better place to be than in the sovereign will of God. Amen. Uh, uh, there's nothing more thrilling than being in the sovereign will of God. 
Hallelujah. When you're in the sovereign will of God, that's when you understand the truth of Romans 8 28. Therefore, we know that all things work together for the good of those who love him, for the call according to his purpose. That's how it is when you're in the will of God. Yes, Lord. Every high, every low, every mistake, uh, every twist, every turn. Yes, Lord. God has a way of working it all together uh, for your good. Yes, Lord. And I want to let you know today that God is going to get some good out of this moment. Hallelujah. Let me say that again. God is going to get something good out of this moment. Yes, Lord. I know you may have been down. Yes, Lord. I know you may have been discouraged. I, I know you may have some questions on your mind as it relates to how you're going to send your kids to school. Hallelujah. How the ends going to be. Uh, are you going to be protected in this pandemic? But I want to let you know today that God is going to get something good even out of this moment right there. And that's because for those of his people, yes, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, seek the will of God. Yes, Lord, then will I hear from heaven. Yeah, I will forgive the sin and I will heal the land. Yes, Lord, uh, he, he has a way of working it all together for the good. As a matter of fact, the will of God can also be described as this way, as being on a thrilling roller coaster ride. Anybody young enough to remember the roller coaster? Hallelujah, how you used to go up and down, uh, twist and turns, yes, Lord, uh, upside down sometimes, and then uh, uh, you're scared and you're screaming, and, and sometimes you might even lose your lunch, hallelujah, but, but at the end, all these twists and turns, uh, the joyous part is that you arrive safely in the destination that you've been designed to go, and that's what it's like being in the will of God, hallelujah, you'll go through some twists. You'll go through some turns. You'll, you'll go through some highs and go through some lows. But guess what? God has already known what he's already destined for you to, to end up. Amen. And what I learned love about the Lord is he will get you to where you want to go if you just continue to surrender. Seek, surrender, and submit to the word of God. Amen. Well, that brings me to my text today. Hallelujah. As we surrender on a daily basis. Uh, seek and surrender uh, 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 in our loving relationship with God. How he fulfills his will for you in the earth. Today I want to introduce the song and present to others, hallelujah, the founder of our faith, uh, uh, a soldier named Abraham. At the time of the text here in Genesis 12, his name is called Abram. Amen. Some of you know Abraham. Amen. Uh, Abraham, he is the uh, three major religions refer to him as the father of their faith. Amen. Abraham, uh, the, uh, the Muslims, uh, the Judaism, and of course us Christians, we refer to Abraham as the father of our faith. Hallelujah. And Abraham's journey begins here in Genesis chapter 12, the focus and foundation of our text today, when he answers the call and begins the journey with his Lord. Hallelujah. It's at the age of 75 here in Genesis 12 when, when God uh, calls him to, to, to come out of the place where he is, to, to get out of that father's, his father's house and away from his brothers and go to a place that he would show him. And even in the midst of that, he says, you know what? I'm going to give you some promises. Yes, Lord. Uh, I'm going to make your name great. I'm going to bless those that bless you. And because of you, all of the nations of the earth will be blessed. Yes, Lord. Abraham. Hallelujah. And Abraham, uh, in this chapter, in Genesis chapter 12, he began that loving relationship with God. He sought and surrendered to the voice of God. Yes, Lord, and the will of God. And as a consequence, hallelujah, of his obedience and faith, hallelujah, he saw God move 
in miraculous ways. Hallelujah. He saw God move in miraculous ways in his life. Yes, Lord. And some of you understand, and some of you may be saying, even though, though Abraham, yes, Lord, he was not perfect. Amen. He had some flaws. Hallelujah. But he still walked in faith. Because some of you understand, I can hear you now saying that, you know what, he did get weary in his well-doing. Yes. He did make some mistakes on the journey. Yes, Lord. He did have a Hagar moment. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, where he had a son uh, by Ish by Hagar. Yes, Lord. A son named Ishmael. Hallelujah. But some, and I want to let you know today that even in God's uh, predestined will for us, we will make some mistakes. But as we continue to get up when we fall down, yes, Lord, God will take us and navigate us uh, on that roller coaster ride and get us to where He's destined for us to go. And what Abraham learned is that promises delayed are not promises denied because He promised him a son. Hallelujah. And then 25 years later, after this promise is in Genesis chapter 12, hallelujah, at the age of 100, yes, Lord, God delivered Isaac. Uh, the promised child that he had promised him so many years ago. Yes, Lord. And even after that, he still had some challenges. He still had an opportunity to walk day by day with God. Some of you understand and remember the time that he called him up even on Mount Moriah. Yes, Lord, to take his son and to sacrifice him. But even as he continued to walk in that relationship, hallelujah, God continued to provide God can continue to protect. God continue to prosper. Amen. As a matter of fact, he found out that, yes, he walked with God, that he is Jehovah Jireh. Yes, he is our provider. And I just believe today that God wants to remind somebody else that he is our provider. Amen. Well, I want, as we challenge, uh, as we travel through the text today, hallelujah, as we look at the life of Abraham, uh, of Abraham, as he's called in Genesis chapter 12, the father of our faith. Uh, I want to talk about again, seeking my face. Amen. Seeking the will of God. Amen. And, and as we travel through the text, just want to lift up a few things and then I'm in my seat. Hallelujah. Amen. First thing, the will of God will call you out of your place of comfort. Mm. Let me say that again. Number one, the will of God will call you out of your place of comfort. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, I'm in verse number one. Uh, now the Lord has said to Abraham, to Abram, excuse me, get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, to a land that I will show you. Amen. Uh, get out of your father's house. Uh, get out of the place that's familiar. Get away from everything that you're comfortable with, everything that you know. Yes, Lord. The will of God will often call us out of our place of comfort. And God spoke to Abraham. He, he gave him this command. He, he challenged him to leave everything that he was familiar with. At this time, Abraham had it going on. He was already prosperous at this age of 75. Yes, Lord. He had his wife, uh, Sarah. Yes, Lord. He, he uh, had cattle. He had uh, livestock. He had a number of things that were going for him. But God called him to get out of his comfort zone uh, and to go to, check this out, to a place that I will show you. In other words, he didn't even tell him where he was going. But he was saying, you know what, Abraham, in order to go to uh, fulfill the will that I have for you in your life, you've got to come out of where you currently are. Do you understand there are times when God would call you out of your comfort zone because he has something greater for you to do? Amen. As a matter of fact, if Peter was here today, yes, Lord, uh, uh, he would uh, talk about the time that when the storm was raging and, and God called him out of the boat. Uh, 
you to say, Lord, is it you that's walking on the water? And, and if it is, will you let me come out on the water? And, and Jesus said, come. And as a consequence, Peter is the only disciple who's walking on his resume. Amen. There are times when God will call you out of your place of comfort. Hallelujah. But I want to let you know that even as she does that, amen, as he speaks to you, as he calls to you, yes, Lord, he will get you to where you would have you to go. Yes, Lord. And there may be some bumps and bruises along the way. Hallelujah. But again, it's like that thrilling ride. God will get you to where he's called you to go. He will often call you out of his place of comfort. Yes, Lord. And what he often does is he speaks to us. Does anybody know that God still speaks to us? Yes, Lord. He, he definitely speaks to us. Uh, and some of you may say, well, how does God speak even to this day? Uh, yes, Lord. Well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, hallelujah. Because it's very seldom. Most people do not experience an audible voice of God. But it's more like a still, small voice, an unction that he, he goes in here. Amen. Uh, he speaks to us in prayer. Uh, through his people, hallelujah, and most importantly, through his printed word. Amen. Let me say that again. He speaks to us in prayer. He speaks to us through his people, and he speaks to us through his printed word. Have you ever been in a time of prayer when you've been talking to the Lord and, and asking him for this, that, and the other, or, or having this, uh, th these things on your mind, and then even in the midst of your prayer, then he shuts your mind. Hallelujah. He begins to, to regulate your thoughts, yes, Lord, and, and give you ideas and speaking to your heart. And even though the storm may be raging, just like it was for Peter, yes, Lord, you'll have a confidence that God is calling you to do this. Yes, Lord. He speaks through prayer. He speaks through his people. Yes, Lord. He speaks through his people. Uh, 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 in most cases, through preachers, the prophets, and pastors. Hallelujah. But even everyday people. Yes, Lord. Even your children sometimes that uh, he'll speak through them. Even strangers that you run into. He speaks through his people. And one of the ways that you can confirm whatever God has said, hallelujah, uh, whatever the Holy Spirit has laid on your heart, whatever uh, you found in prayer, amen, is you can confirm it through his printed word. Hallelujah, his printed word. Yes, Lord. Uh, so even if he's speaking in prayer, he's speaking to his people, uh, he'll confirm it through his printed word. Uh, because the word, he will never tell you anything that will contradict what he's saying in his word. Does anybody know uh, the truth of, of, of Psalms, hallelujah, 119 and 105, where he says that his word is a lamp to my feet. His word is a light to my path. Yes, Lord. God speaks to you in his word. And if you a child of God. Guess what? God still speaks to you. As a matter of fact, Jesus said it this way in John 10 and 27. He said, my sheep, yeah, know my voice, and a stranger they will not follow. And I don't know about you, but I'm glad that God still speaks to me. Amen? There are times when I have more questions than answers. I don't believe. But in the midst of my prayer, guess what? Sometimes I can turn on the TV and hear some strange preacher. Guess what? Or turn on the radio. Guess what? And God speaks through his people. And everything that he says, guess what? into a land that I will show you. Hallelujah. In other words, I'm not even going to tell you where you're going. Uh, uh, I'm not even going to uh, outline it from A, B, C, D through Z. Hallelujah. I'm just going to give you a few steps. Hallelujah. And somebody, let me throw this in for free. That's how God works. Because some of us, in order for us to do what God calls us to do, we want to know every detail from A to Z. Holler back as your boys we can. Yes, Lord. Uh, we say, Lord, uh, tell me where I'm supposed to go. Tell me who I'm supposed to talk to. 
Tell me when am I supposed to talk to him and, and tell me exactly how I'm supposed to do it. But does anybody know that's not how God works? Amen. He doesn't give you A to Z. Amen. He'll give you A, B, and C. And then as you obey that, he gives you D, E, F, G. Amen. He'll continue to give you steps after step after step. Yes, Lord, to show you as you walk with him, as you trust him, through the highs and through the lows, yes, Lord, you will fulfill the word of God. Yes, Lord. So as we talk about the will of God, yes, Lord, the will of God, number one, will take you out of your place of comfort. Because uh, what I like about uh, uh, Abraham is that in verse number four, the Bible says that Abraham departed. Oh, my God. Abraham departed. Abraham stepped out. He, he did precisely in faith what God had asked him to do. He, he didn't ask God a hundred questions. Well, where are we going uh, Lord, you know Sarah ain't gonna go for this. Hallelujah. Uh, uh, I got some people that I gotta talk to. You know, he said, and verse number four, and Abraham departed. Uh, he departed. He began walking in the will of God. He began this loving relationship. So God will call you out of your place of comfort. Number two, his covenant will contain promises. Uh, yes, Lord, his covenant will contain promises. I mean, verses 2 and 3. Uh, this is what God told Abraham, amen, or Abraham as it is in Genesis 12. I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make, yeah, your name great. And you shall be a blessing. Verse number 3. I will bless those who, who bless you. And I will curse him who curses you. And in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Hallelujah. His covenant, yes, Lord. If you are a child of God, if you become part of the family, yes, Lord. Not necessarily just born Jewish, but if you have received Christ as your personal Savior, this covenant that he gave to Abraham, it belongs to you. Because now we are the seed of Abraham. And his covenant contains promises. Yes, Lord. He says, you know what? I'm going to make of you a great nation. He had a plan for Abraham. He said, you know what? I know you're 75 years old. And I know that your wife has gone beyond menopause. As a matter of fact, she's gone to menopause. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. She's in a situation, hallelujah, yes, Lord, that, that things were not working like they used to. Amen. Amen. But God uh, often speaks crazy stuff uh, in the midst of your situation. He said, I'm going to make of you a great nation. In other words, I'm going to give you a child. Uh, as a matter of fact, he goes on to say that your seed will outnumber the sand on the seashore. As a matter of fact, he reminded them as he continued on this journey, he said, look up, amen, and look at the stars. Uh, your seed will outnumber the, the stars in the heaven. God told him, I'm going to make of you a great nation. Hallelujah. And does anybody know that God keeps his promises? Yes. Uh, even in the midst when God is talking crazy, amen, God keeps his promises. Has anybody ever been in a situation with you where God talked crazy to you? Hallelujah. Has God ever said anything crazy like give a tithe, uh, a tenth of your income uh, when the end yeah, the ends are not already, not even beat, they're not even waiting, but, but God says, give and it shall be given. Uh, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Has God ever talked crazy to you? Have you ever been in an emergency room, yes, Lord, and, and the doctor came in and gave you a report uh, that was not positive? Amen. 
But you remember the promise that God says, you know what? He was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. And by his stripes, guess what? We are healed. And you went into an emergency room, praise. Hallelujah. As a matter of fact, nurses became ushers. Yes, Lord. Because God talks crazy to you. It's the most crazy places. Yes, Lord. Have you ever been in a situation, hallelujah, where God told you to walk away from a good job? Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. And didn't tell you where he was sending you? Because you stepped out and made him, and you did what God had asked you to do. God opened up the windows of heaven, yes, Lord. Pour down a blessing that has not room enough to see. And what I love about the Lord is that he often talks crazy to his people. Hallelujah, yes, Lord. His covenant will contain problems. Hallelujah. Amen. He has a promise for every time he tells you to step out on his word. Yes, Lord. As a matter of fact, he says, you know what? I will bless those uh, that will bless you. And I will curse those who curse you. And I'm just wondering, has anybody found that to be true? <laughs> Lord, have mercy that God will handle your haters. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Have you ever noticed in your life, in your journey with the Lord, that the nicer you get to some people, <laughs> that the worse they ask <laughs> And once upon a time, yes, Lord, you would act in your flesh and you do like Peter do. Yes, Lord, they said something to you. And they found themselves picking up their feet on the ground. Uh, but then you kept on walking with the Lord and found out, you know what, that he would fight my battle dead if I would just hold my peace. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. God would do just what he said. I will bless those that bless you and I will curse those that will curse, curse you. As a matter of fact, he goes on to say, I will prepare a table even in the presence of your enemies. Yes, Lord. There's nothing like eating a meal, yes, Lord, that your enemy has prepared for you. But that's the God that I serve. Yes, Lord. His covenant contains promises. Hallelujah. His covenant contains promises. Yes, Lord. And I'm thankful today that his covenant contains promises. Amen. Because some of you understand that his covenant, yes, Lord, because you have given your time and your talent and your treasure during this season. Hallelujah. You understand that God still blesses the cheerful giver. Uh, and that because of that you've been able to feast, even in the midst of this family. Yes, Lord. When jobs went out, yes, Lord. Income went up. Yes, Lord. That he gave you a job and a better job. He gave you the promise of, yes, Lord, of Psalm 91. A thousand they fall to this life. You're right, but no harm. Yeah, no harm. Yes, Lord. No harm will come to you. Except you even feast, even in the midst of the family, and prosper even in the midst of the pandemic. Who am I talking to today? Yes, Lord. That's somebody's sermon right there. God's covenant hmm, contains promises. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. So I'm grateful to God. As he told me, hey, Abraham, you know what? Uh, I want you to get out of your, your country. Get out of your, your father's house to a place that I will show you. Uh, the promises. Yes, Lord. I will make your name great. I will bless you. I will make a, uh, you a great nation. Uh, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those that bless you. I will curse those that curse you. And because of you, all of the families of the earth shall be blessed. And as I get ready to take my seat, I thank God, hallelujah, yes, Lord, that uh, he will call you, his will will call you out of your place of comfort. I'm grateful today that his covenant will contain promises. But as I get ready to take my seat, this is my shout right here, yes, Lord. That I, I feel like preaching and then shout on my own preaching, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, I want to let you know today that, that his will is always bigger than you. Lord have mercy. Let me say that again. His will is always bigger than you, yes, Lord. Uh, Tells Abraham, I'm in the B clause of verse number three. Yes, Lord. He said, and because of you, 
countries of the earth, yeah, shall be blessed. Uh, like in other words, his will is bigger than you. Uh, you told Abraham it is because of you, uh, but it's bigger than you. Uh, it's because of you. Yeah, let me say it again, but it's bigger than you. Uh, I know you just want a son. Uh, I just know you just want somebody to lead your inheritance to. But I want to let you know that the will of God, guess what, is always bigger than you. As a matter of fact, you can't go ahead and tell your neighbor that's sitting on the couch beside you. God say, neighbor, guess what, it's not even about you, amen. It's always, yeah, bigger than you. Uh, Savior, as you receive Christ as your personal Savior, 
And if you haven't, what else do you need to see? When we see the tragedies are commonplace. All kinds of diseases, people are slipping away. The economy's down on people can't get enough pay. But for those of us who have received Christ as Savior, as for me, yeah, all I can say is thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. And because of that, my hallelujah belongs to him. Yes, Lord. He deserves it today. Yeah, he deserves it today. He deserves it today. But if you're hearing this message, I want to let you know today that if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, seek his will for your life. Hallelujah. His will. Not just to see his will. Turn from your wicked ways. Then you will hear from heaven. We will forgive our sin. And he will heal the land. If you're here today, you're hearing this. And you're not saved. I want to let you know that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. According to Romans 3 and 23. According to Romans 6 and 23, eternal life is a free gift from God. According to Romans 5 and 8, because of love, Jesus paid the death penalty for your sins. He died for us. He died for us. Through Abraham's obedience. Yes, Lord. 42 generations later, Jesus came and he hung fled and he died for us. Hallelujah. And this is your part. Romans 10, verses 9 and 10. But if we confess the Lord Jesus and believe God raised him from the dead, we shall be saved. We shall be saved. In Romans 10 and 13, ask God to save you. And guess what he'll do? So I'm talking to you today. You're not here by accident. You're listening to this by divine providence. He wants you to be a part of this. He wants you to surrender. The first part is beginning a loving relationship with him. Walking daily. But it begins by trusting him as he. So if you're here today, if you're here today, and you're hearing this message, and you haven't received Christ as Savior, as Savior, I want you to repeat this simple prayer I believe. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that he died for my sins. I confess that I'm a sinner and that I fall in short. But today I want you to receive the gift of salvation. I believe Jesus is the Son of God. I believe you died for his sins. And because I'm making that confession with my mouth, I believe I'm cleansed. I believe I'm healed. I believe my soul is saved. And I believe that when I die and when I leave this place, that I'll meet you and see my Savior's face in peace. And because of that, Lord, I'm surrendering all to you. Cleanse me now. Save me now. Heal me now. I receive it now. It's in the name of Jesus. We receive it now. And we ask it all. And because of Jesus, we do say amen, amen, amen. And if you receive that prayer, hallelujah, you got reason to praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, man, it's because of His hallelujah belongs to you. Go ahead and give Him a praise. Go ahead and tell them, thank you. Thank you that you're saved today. And not only thank you that you're saved, thank you that you have a relationship with him. That you can continue to walk with him all the days of your life. Through the highs and through the lows. Just for my hallelujah will always belong to you. The word of God for the people of God. And the people of God did say, amen. Let me 
Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us all henceforth and forevermore. Let the church say, Amen. May God bless you. He may have ever given you is our prayer. If you receive salvation today, you can email us at info at cedarrochurch.org. Cedarrochurch.org. Yes, Lord. Let us know about this decision. Tell somebody what God has done for you today. Hallelujah. And enjoy that thrilling ride that goes on your ride. And being in the will of God. We welcome you to God's family. We thank God for you. Again, we ask this blessing upon you. May we ever keep you until we meet again. In Jesus' name. Amen.